Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. Hi, how are you? Welcome to the coolest podcast in the whole wide world, Lead a Life Uncommon. You know, we hit number 30. So I want to thank you so much. We hit number 30 for the entrepreneurship and oh, all you amazing listeners. So today's topic is can't versus won't and taking 100% responsibility for being a grown ass badass woman. I recorded this as a live stream on the anniversary of the Oklahoma City bombing. Um, a while back. And I listened to it again today and I, it was really profound. And I really think that you're going to get such massive value because I'm right up in your face, right? I'm recording this on a tragic day, the anniversary of a tragic day that I experienced living in Oklahoma city, being on the trauma team, uh, telling about death and dying to people. And it's one of those moments in time like we all have had moments in time and I'm relaying the experience and some of the lessons. So I would love for you to share this. I think that this particular episode is of rich value for every single person, you know, so please tag me, tell me who you shared it with, tag them. I want to hear their aha. And if you've not gone in and given a, a, a five-star review and given me your insights, please do. I I'm, you're giving me those on, uh, on the podcast for sure. And then you're tagging me and DMing me and telling me the value. And so of course, when you're sharing a review, it's telling everyone else too, that it is, it's meaning something. So here we go. Can't versus won't taking hundred percent responsibility and those moments in time that change everything. Take care. I hear so many women talk about what they can't do what they can't, I can't lose weight. I can't get out of this shitty marriage. I can't make money. I can't find any clients. I can't do a live speaking gig. I can't show up on Facebook live. And it's like, I can't afford it. And, you know, I want to challenge you today. I want to challenge your thinking and the BS that is going on in your mind and the BS that's coming out of your mouth. And I'm saying this really from, you know, this perspective of, even though it might not seem like it in the moment, this deep respect for, um, you know, busting through that inner BS, busting through that inner BS and taking 100% responsibility for who you are, what's happening in your life, how you're showing up. And, and this is why. So for some of you, you may or may not know this, but I was living in Oklahoma city when, um, when the bomb happened and today happens to be the 24th. the 24th anniversary of, of that day. And it just was coincidence that I already had this planned, like the can't versus, you know, won't and taking a hundred percent responsibility. Um, 
it just was coincidence that it was today. But today, you know, it's, it's, it's filled with reverence and filled with memories of what happened that day. And just quickly, you know, I was living in Oklahoma City with my ex-husband, Robert, and I was in, uh, you know, Oklahoma City proper is flat. And so you have this, the skyline, right? The downtown, the skyline. And I was miles away. I was in grad school and I had a practicum. I was the only, uh, I was a car Albert fellow where I was the only one in my graduating class, my, my graduate school class that was a fellow. Anyhow, part of that fellowship was actually I was employed by the state of Oklahoma and I was at the Department of Human Services and so child welfare, you know, with the baby sitting in the diapers for days, like that kind of stuff. That was one piece of that fellowship. Anyhow, I was, I was at work and somebody said there was a gas explosion in my neighborhood. So here's, here's the, here is, if you're looking at it and like you were from me where I was at this big building, here's downtown proper. And I lived like kind of over here. And so when I looked out the window, I looked to where my home was and there was nothing. It was like, it's so funny how you block. It's, it's fascinating, isn't it? How we are in shock, how the brain just shuts itself down to protect itself. And as I was looking at my, where my home was or is still standing, you know, my old home was so cute. Um, and then I revert my eyes. I look downtown and it's just the billowing smoke. And then somebody said, Oh my God, it's, you know, it's the courthouse. Well, my ex-husband Robert is an attorney. And so of course I immediately like, so I remember I told my boss, I'm going downtown. I remember clearly, even literally what I was wearing that day. It's fascinating, right? How our brains remember certain details and then can truly blank other things out. And I was, um, I was in this long skirt that buttoned down the front. I had pantyhose on, no underwear. And I had these long, like knee high three inch boots on. So I get in the car and I actually think someone drove me and I really, I don't even remember who it was. Um, and so she was, she, we, we had to park 10 blocks away because by then the fire engines were there and everything. And I remember getting out of the car and all I had to do was really kind of run straight down the main drag, right? Run down the one street, even though 10 blocks away. And, um, and I thought, I've got to get to him. I've got to get to him. And so I took my boots off and I'm running with my boots. And then I had to stop and put my boots back on because the glass had been blown out of the windows. Because when that sound wave hits, and I didn't know this until after, like I didn't understand the mechanics of this. When the sound wave actually rolled, that's what shattered windows, you know, blocks and blocks away. So anyhow, I ran down and I, I really, I passed by the Murrow building. I, I, you know, I passed by the federal building and it didn't even, and I was like, like consciously, I was like, oh, look, they're tearing that building down. Like not even conscious because I was on that mission to get to the courthouse. And, you know, you're walking by people who are in shock. So over the next couple of days, I did a lot of crisis intervention and I was, um, I was present, you know, when people found out that their loved ones had died and I was with the crisis workers who was going, who were downtown, you know, with buckets, picking up people, people and parts. And, and it was just like, 
it was so devastating, as you can imagine. It was just like shocking because nobody on in the United States, we had not had any act of terrorism before that. And my point with this today is not to put you into any kind of like, meh. my point today is that when we have these moments of reflection, of historic reflection, like monumental moments, just like I know we all know if you're old enough to remember what it was like being alive during 911. Oh, I just got chills all over my body. Um, because it was also, you know, it wasn't long after 911. I remember going, I was in New York City for a, um, a sales conference or something. And I remember I, and this is when I used to drink. So I remember going to this bar and my hotel was like right next to where the towers had fallen. And I, I could just feel those thousands of people's presence and their energy. And I went to this bar and, you know, I was drinking and I was telling people like, I understand what it was like for you because I was in the Oklahoma city. I was, you know, and they just lashed me. They were just like, you don't have any comprehension of this. You know, you know, like, and so obviously, you know, although there were so many people that passed away in Oklahoma city, you know, nine one one, there was thousands of people. All of this to say to you and to me, we have these moments in a life where we don't have to have things be tragic, where we have a wake up call. We don't have to have these moments in life, this life or death kind of situation where we can take full 100% responsibility for our actions. Those people that died in those, those bombings, of course they had no responsibility in that, but they had a responsibility for a lot of other things. So of course they were murdered. We can't control that. But you know what? While you can control things, while you can take 100% responsibility, do it. Do it. What words are coming out of your mouth saying, I can't, I started saying, you know, at the top of this, like, I can't lose weight. I can't get out of this marriage. I can't afford that. I can't make any money. I can't find clients. I can't stop procrastinating. I can't, that's all lies that you are telling yourself that you need to bust through your mental BS and get your shit together. You're thinking together. We have this one time here, praise God, like the universe and life. And see, you have the power to create, like you have within you everything that you need right this very moment to shatter your thinking and make a change, to allow yourself to become that grown up, grown ass woman. You know, some of my clients say to me, like, they have this moment because I, I like I remind them. Like my, my job, my mission, my core of who I am is like remind you how powerful you are. And, and sometimes they are really uncomfortable being reminded. Oh my God, I really am powerful. Oh my God, I'm really capable. Oh my God. And they don't like it sometimes. They don't like having to have that moment of realization and truth that they are grown ass women and they are 100 percent responsible for the choices that they've made and any blame is BS this is one of the things that I used to say and this is just me being really transparent this is what I used to say and I had an aha so I've hired my own life coach right you know I mean I am a constant I want to expand I want to become everything that's possible as the therapist in me you know wants full self-actualization right um and so I, I'm working with this coach and 
because even though I'm great and my, my clients love the mindset work that I do. Like I said, I push them, they shatter their like BS thinking. And so of course I want that too, right? Like I, I want that. Like I love, I love that. And my clients love that I make them think hard. And I quote air quote, because literally is air quote good when you quote somebody literally yesterday, actually two clients yesterday, or just like the way you help me think. Actually, another client, I got a um, text from her today and she was just like, you know, that was kind of the worst day ever to have that moment of realization in a way that she's 100% responsible for being a grown ass woman. Anyhow, this is, I'll share with you one of the things that's funny about what I used to think. This is one of the things that I just really realized, like, I can't lose weight, Mary Bicknell, I can't lose weight because I'm only thin when I'm single. Wow. When I got that reflected back from my coach, even though it seems so ridiculously simple, it was like, it was like, I could just almost feel like the crumbles of glass around me. It was just shattered my whole thinking. I was like, God, no wonder every, so John and I have been together 15 years, our first date, June 6th. No wonder, no wonder I was holding on so tight to all this weight because I don't want to get divorced. I don't want to be single again. I can't lose weight because I only lose weight when I'm single. And what I was not willing to do, I won't examine like my thoughts until now about that. So it's like, it's not about I can't. It's like I won't lose weight until I get my thinking straight. I won't lose weight until I get my BS right. What is my BS? Like, what is my blind spots? What are my blind spots? What's that BS thinking? And it's the same with clients when they're thinking about I can't find a client. No, that's not the truth. The truth is you're not willing, you won't do what it takes to find your clients. Women are like, I, I can't afford it. No, that's not true. You won't invest in that thing that you say you can't afford because it's not a priority to you. So let's start calling things what they really are. I won't invest in that because I don't find it a priority. Stop with the I can'ts. When you get to that point where you're saying, I can't change it, I won't, or I'm not willing to, like that's taking responsibility. And so when I got just sick and tired of like not having this weight off, because I'm not stupid, every one of us, right? Like if you have ever tried to lose weight and you don't, Put it in the link below. If you've put, put a comment and just like totally get you, give me some loves and some hearts. Or you know what I'd love to see? Like hashtag replay and tell me where you're watching. I know there's people all over the world that watch this, which is crazy, right? I can't show up online because I'm scared. No, it's I won't show up online because I don't want a global business. So that's what that's what I used to think. I can't show up online. My point today, lastly with you, because I'm going to go. Because I want to leave you with the truth and the knowledge and the excitement that you have 100% responsibility for the choices that you made. No one is letting you. No one is deciding for you. 
And the beauty in taking 100% responsibility and becoming a grown-ass woman is that you are free. You become free to actually make a decision. You know, my brand being about being bold. It's about being a brave, outgoing leader deciding to do what you want. Brave. It does take some bravery, some courage to just like bust through your BS. Create a regret-proof life by being bold enough to go for it. Outgoing. It doesn't mean you have to be on Facebook or social media or whatever. Outgoing means rip off those chains. Rip off the baggage that you have. Be outgoing so that you can bring into your world what you want. Be the leader that you already are. Women, we're badasses. We are like, you know, like ovaries of steel. Like, um, who, who is it? J- Jody Jealous. I think she says something like lady boss, right? <laughs> Whatever language you want to, you know, we're women. We birth people for Christ's sake. Birth people. Like we are tough. Remember that. Remember that. So go make it an incredible day and choose today to be one of the days that you start becoming conscious of your words. And every time you say, I can't, I want you to change it into, I won't, I'm not willing to, I choose not to. That's being powerful in your language. Have a great day. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life uncommon herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.